week before preview show. Of course, uh, I don't have the schedule pulled up, so I couldn't give you dates or times, but I guess today's Sunday. Sunday, September 12th against the Kansas City Chiefs. And uh, yeah, we will be doing a little something uh, together, you know, the North Brown and Browns, part of the family at least. We also have our favorite person, our intern. She does not want to be named, but she is here today. Yep, she's here. She's here to look up stats and information, anything that we could possibly need. She's here for that. So. She has a cold. Yeah, she has a cold. Not she's a very bit. sick. I wish I had like a sound effect right here. <laughs> 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 Can I? Okay, no, we don't need any Harry Styles information I just on the to pod. Say one thing, his tour started. Yep. Oh. Thank you. Thank yeah, you. Now is this like and he's that? doing one continent, or is this like a worldwide? Uh, yep. Yeah. <laughs> All right, well, that is the end of the Harry Riveting Styles stuff. talk. <laughs> Megan with the Harry Styles corner of North Africa. Yes, yes. Um, I'm going to get started on some shit that's happening right now. Paralympics wrap up. Paralympics end today. Medal leaders are, uh, are as follows. As of, you know, what is it, 6 o'clock on Sunday, September 5th. China walks away with 207 total medals. Great Britain picking up 124. And the United States cementing the third place spot with 104 total medals. Mm. This is particularly exciting because this is the first year in history that many countries, our country included, Team USA, have determined that Paralympians will be awarded the same amount of money per medal as their Olympic counterparts. Oh, it nice. is fantastic. In the past, Paralympians have received a very small percentage. So much so that this raise is about 400% more than what they would have been making. So that means that for gold medals, Team USA, Olympians, and Paralympians will be making 37.5 nice. for gold, each gold medal, 22.5 for silver, and 15,000 for gold. Nice. Oh, sorry, bronze. Um, yeah, it makes this Olympic and Paralympic Games really just special. A huge win for equality. That is awesome. Huge congratulations to Paralympians and Olympians everywhere, not just Team USA, but around the world. Great yes. games. Excellent time. Mm-hmm. MLB news. We've entered the final month of the MLB regular season. As of today, our future Cleveland Guardians hold a 68-66 record, second in the AL Central, and I don't know what that means. Well, <laughs> it, it essentially, I, I'd say we, we I don't even, th- I, I don't think we have a chance to get to the playoffs yes. right now. So, a little bad news, but oh well. That's fair. I actually posted an article to the group that I said I'd be posting in the group, mm-hmm. um, and it's about you know. We're moving into the final month of the regular season. What is each team going to have to do to, you know, survive the rest of the season and moving into the next? They talk about your Cleveland Guardians there. Go check it out. Mm-hmm. NBA news. There's been a lot of off-season player movement with some big names stitched to brand new jerseys. Yes. <laughs> Most notable, <laughs> Russell Westbrook will now be suiting up alongside the Bronze Lakers, as will Rajon Rondo after a very eventful off-season of trades and buyouts. He moved teams, I think, twice. Mm-hmm. And uh, our own Larry Nance is gone. Is gone. He has gone to Portland. Um, I'll go ahead and post a link to the NBA.com trade tracker so you can keep on your favorites. Mm-hmm. As far as anything else, I don't know what's going on. Well, the Cavs are in talks about Ben Simmons, so 76ers. So we don't know. That's it's very. I think we're one of ten teams that um, is uh, that could potentially land Ben Simmons. So being on the top ten list is not. Uh, it doesn't mean much. So. Mm-hmm. But the fact that we're on that list is crazy. It is. It's, uh, it's really something. Yeah. Hopefully, like, uh, we'll see what happens. Well, also with uh, Kobe Altman said that Darius Garland will not be a part of the trade package if there is a trade to get Ben Simmons. He made that clear. So. Gotcha. Um, and oh, then. Double A baseball. 
Yeah. Our beloved Rubber Ducks leading Northeast League. Yes. At the top. At the top. Um, they just posted about it with we control the narrative and a little duck emoji and I love it. That is great. Um, That's beautiful. See. I couldn't even tell you who the rest of these teams are, but I know the Bowie Bay Sox are in here somewhere. Bowie Bay Sox, yeah. Third. So uh, yeah, go Ducks. Go Ducks. And I forget there's one. There's like there's one more team. They have a game or something next week. Levi. I don't. <laughs> I I don't know. You know. Uh, I forget. I think we need to talk about the motherfucking Cleveland Browns. Well, we, we're getting there. Oh, oh, that's the end. So that's, we're gonna leave that for the end. I know you're excited, but the rest of the stuff isn't that fun. Oh, but so what? What? What all? What all? else should we talk Brady about? And COVID. None of that fun. <laughs> all right. Quick little note about Tom Brady. And I'm about COVID. to say yeah. Um, My bad. I got overexcited. I know. It's an exciting time yeah, to be a Browns. Excited fan. to talk about it. Um, a lot has come to pass since our last last podcast. Tom Brady revealed that he did in fact contract COVID. Contract. Uh, COVID-19 after the Bucks celebration boat parade last year. Tom had a bit of a cryptic message when he was asked about this year's COVID factor within the league. And he said, I think it's going to be challenging this year. I actually think it's going to play more of a factor than last year. Just because of the way we're, what we're doing now and what the stadiums are going to look like, travel, fans, all that stuff. He's just kind of going over it. It's not like last year, although we're getting tested like last year. It's going to be, I definitely think guys are going to be out at different points, but we've just got to deal with it. And that's kind of what we wanted to talk about, how the COVID protocols this year are essentially, you play with what you have or you don't play. Mm-hmm. They're not going to be rescheduling any games because of the major logistical headache that was last year. Yeah. And right off the bat, Dallas Cowboys starting guard has is now under COVID protocol and will miss Thursday night's game against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. So, so it's all. Already starting off uh, to a bad, already off to a bad start. Um, and then Ryan Tannehill is actually coming off of the I looked up. And uh, who was my kicker that I had in fantasy that was yeah, you might, suck well, up? Suck up, I think, is okay. You might want to double check because I think Cybert is going to be starting for the Lions, but I don't know. Because it said zero, but now it's giving him points. So oh. it's looking like he will be the week one kicker for the Lions. <laughs> but As I, we learned uh, a couple of years back, you can't trust Cybert. Yeah, because uh, yeah, suck up, I don't know. Because is he the Bucks kicker, if you yeah. remember? Yeah. I don't know. You might want to play him instead. I, but at the same time, the Lions aren't going to score many touchdowns, so they might be in field goal range a lot. So it is up to you. Oh, so yeah, that's, also, that's a side note of our northbound and Browns little fantasy draft that we had. We are, yeah, we're on the move. We're closing in on the first week, and it's been very interesting. I'm slated to play George the first week yes. and kick your ass. Yes. Frankly. <laughs> we will. We will see. We'll I, see. It is projected at 121-120 is the score. Give me this back. <laughs> All right, let's talk brownies. Of yes. course, our next game, I do have the schedule up now. Sunday, September 12th at 4.25, we are playing the Chiefs. George, take it away. We are doing a little thing with everyone. Uh, you know, just a little uh, little at-home tailgating. I'm very excited about that. Uh, our intern will be there. I can't believe it. I cannot believe it, you know. Got her to now come. We're making chicken buffalo dip yes. and making yes. mac and cheese. Yeah, we'll be doing stuff on the grill, so that'll be a lot of fun. Um, so yeah, I'm excited for all of us to do that. But um, also some positive news: Grant Delpit has been practicing. I don't think we're going to see him start. I think that's the best thing to talk about. The most interesting thing that we have to talk about is who do we think the Week One starters are going to be, especially on defense. Because right now, as of right now, there's no way Grant Delpit starts out the gate um, as safety. Um, he's expected to play. He's expected to play, but I bet he's going to be in a second secondary role. I'm uh, Ronnie Harris and John Johnson are probably going to be your safeties for week one. 
Um, but yeah, they, he did get back to practice, which is great to see. Um, if I had to guess and say who our week one's corners are going to be, it's probably going to be Greg Newsom, Troy Hill, and Denzel Ward. I'm really excited about this Newsom kid. I, I, the more I'm learning about him, the more I'm like, you know what? I know. I really like it, and I definitely think he's better than Greedy Williams right now. And I think with Greedy having all these injury problems like he's having, keeping him in that fourth string role when it comes to corners is probably going to be the best thing. Mm-hmm. Having him in only on some plays where you have, you know, you have multiple wide receivers you have to cover it so uh or you know god forbid injury with troy hill denzel ward or uh greg newsom so um linebacker wise honestly i know anthony walker is the number one um number one guy who will start at the linebacker position but um i also saw like maybe maybe some sione taki taki uh, I was gonna get some some starter playing time, and obvi- and also obviously Jer- Jeremiah Wusukormo. So really excited to see Wusukormo 100. Lit. Yeah, honestly, like the 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 things that like I don't even know the so many things that we're gonna be seeing. Just it's it's gonna be thrown at us so fast. Like with uh, like I said with Kansas City and going up against Kansas City, I mean that that is the true test and. Uh, same with our offensive line. If they're going to be as productive as they were last year, um, Jedrick Wills has to play Miles, go against Miles Garrett and Jadevian Clowney every single day. So a lot of a lot of good work for him, especially being on that edge. So I don't know. I just hope we get out of there with no injuries. J.C. Treader, I think they said he might be playing for Week One. I don't. I don't. Th- I, I I saw some weird stuff with that. They didn't know if he was going to start. I kind of feel feel for Treader. He's kind of getting up there in age, and mm-hmm. I mean he's still a very valuable asset. But you got to consider like, are we going to have to replace him soon? And, and he's also part of the NFLPA. Players Association, yeah. Uh, let's see. I'll, I'll, let me look him up and see if there's any news uh, with that. I just want to see and make sure. Yeah, um, I was scanning through Brown's news. I didn't see anything that should be like, oh my god, you know what I mean? Yeah, there really isn't. <laughs> like, that, which I think that's the best possible thing. Yes. Um, so, actually, yeah. Okay, so Yahoo Sports actually put out something that shows um, the starters for and that, as of right now, that have been announced. Obviously, quarterback, you don't even, you don't even have to say. Um, and the Browns are going with only two quarterbacks this year, Keenum and Mayfield. So, yep. I'm about to say, you want to pause real quick? Yeah, do that. We'll be right back. Welcome All right, back. we are back. <laughs> In the middle of the preview. Yeah, sorry, we just had to quick break, but, but yeah, this, uh, I'm trying to. I only see some other starter action. Obviously, you know your starters at tight end. Uh, there was some talk about David and Joku starting over uh, Austin Hooper, but the depth chart remains the same. It's going to be Austin Hooper starting out there, which I think is the best option. Yeah, I'm thinking. Oh yeah, I, I, David and Joku. Exactly. Exactly. Um, let's see here. And of I course, Joku is a particularly polarizing character. <laughs> like a lot of people fucking hate him. A lot of people like him. I know it's it's such a it's such an up and down thing with him. Um, so we'll see if he does any good. Everyone says Austin Hooper has been struggling uh, in training camp, but well, was struggling in training camp. But um, I mean, you saw you saw him. He looked good in preseason. He dropped one pass, but I mean, he was heavily covered. So I didn't really see. There was no definitive thing you could see from the preseason game. Um, but of course, your linemen, 
Jedrick Wills, Joel Batonio, J.C. Treader, Wyatt Teller, and Jack Conklin. Yep. And that's the thing, that was the funny thing about our final, um, our final 53. We kept not one, not two, not three, not four, but five backup offensive linemen. Five. We kept five on the initial roster. Last year, I think we had two. We had Hubbard and I think Harris. Which is crazy. We can't, but we have five this year as our as uh, staying on the roster. Blake Hance made the squad this year. Who uh, oh. Baker met in the locker room um, right. at the Steelers game. Which is mm-hmm. wild. I didn't think that's how they did things, but I guess. I know, and it's kind of more of a surprise. So at the starters we have on the D line. Um, we have Miles Garrett, Jadevian Clowney, and Malik Jackson, which those three weren't the surprise, but the four surprises is Andrew Billings, who has looked terrible in preseason and has not looked uh, promising at all. But I'll tell you who does, who did look promising was definitely Malik McDowell, um, who actually there's a, there's a cool story about him. I don't know if you heard about it. Heard about it, Allie. He spent the last three years in prison, I believe. So this is his first, uh, he, he basically said to the media, he said, this is like my last chance, so I'm going to make it count. Um, wow, that's yeah. amazing. Yeah, so I don't know. I thought that was a really cool story. And he made a huge impact in preseason, so that's definitely the reason why. And I, I could see him starting over or by Andrew Billings really fast if Billings does not uh, perform the way we uh, are hoping he does. And, yeah, as of right now, Jeremiah Owusu-Kormo will start um, – uh, I don't know if it's adjacent or right next to is probably the better. Uh, right next to Anthony Walker. I knew Anthony Walker was going to start. But. In the general vicinity. In the general vicinity <laughs> as Anthony Walker. And then, uh, oh, wow, yeah. And we were actually 100% right with the starters as well with the, with the cornerback position. Denzel Ward, Greg Newsom, and Troy Hill. Same with the safeties. Wow, we guess a lot of things right here. And it looks like Chase McLaughlin, who... Everyone is iffy about our new car, the new kicker, Jason McLaughlin. Uh, we brought in Chris Nagar, which is the last name. Is you better make sure you pronounce it correctly. <laughs> There's no uh, nothing left up to the imagination. You get to yes. Say it exactly right. <laughs> um, but, uh, um, I think there's a competition going on right now. I really don't know. I don't know if he's just on the practice squad. Chris is, um, I can't just say Nagar. That sounds terrible. But so, um, we're on first name basis. Yes, we are on first name basis with our new kicker. Um, <laughs> I'm going to look scandalized. <laughs> <laughs> did you hear what I said? Yeah, I did. That's his last name. I know. Did not, that is like, the pronunciation that I heard. So. <laughs> That's kind of interesting to see how uh, like commentators are going to work around. Yeah. And Chris, because there's probably 100, 200 football players named Chris. Um, but, um, uh, I guess it's better than just the American pronunciation, because that would probably be even worse. Um, but, uh, so I don't know what's going on with that. It'll we signed... just be like number 82. Yeah, number 82. That's what they're going to do. Um, but I don't know what's going on with that. I don't know if he's on our practice squad. Um, I don't really... That's, that's the number one thing that I've always wondered about football, is when it comes to stuff like injured reserve, practice squad, um, it's like... Uh, suspended reserve how you know there's always tricky ways to get people on your squad and that's why i was like i don't know how because they made these this huge thing about how um you know we have to cut down to 53 and then we sign a kicker i'm like well what where is he going to be at well, you know what i'm saying so it's probably practice squad i'm assuming yeah more than likely but um 
yeah, we'll see what happens because McLaughlin missed. He missed the long kick. I'll give him that. It was really long. But he almost made it, so a lot of people felt confidence. But then he missed an extra point. And that is something that we've seen too often. Oh, boy. Um, so uh, they got a lot of Cleveland people jaded. So now he's looking iffy to a lot of fans. Uh, so I don't know if this new kicker is going to take the job. I don't know what's going on with that. I, I don't know if they can just keep him on the practice squad. Like I said, that's the number one thing about the NFL that I don't 100% know how it works. But, um, yeah. Some of those little logistics. And you already know your punter, freaking Jamie Gill. Of course. We love Jamie. Yes. I love the post that the, I think the Cleveland Browns posted. That it's, you know, seven days till the next game. Mm. And they have his seven. I'm like, yeah. I fucking love Jamie. He's that awesome. is sick. And then I, and I forgot, tomorrow's going to be even cooler. It's going to be Baker. Okay. Mm. Yeah. I'm trying to think if we can name the next. Is it, we can't do a parking anymore. There's no two. Right. Three is Chase. Right. Four is, weirdly enough, Anthony Walker, our linebacker. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. And then five is Case Keenum. So, yeah, we, have, we, we, I, can I, I can, yeah, we almost get there. I don't think we have a one. Yeah, I don't think we have a one. Um, we'll come up with yeah. <laughs> Maybe, like, one half of, like, Odell's. Like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but, um. Is he still 13? Yeah, he's 13. I'm trying, I don't think there's any other notable, like, numbers, like, any changes. Anthony Walker being four was the weirdest one, so. Because, uh, a quick recap on that new rule with, mm-hmm. uh, new numbers. Oh, yeah. Um, so I don't know if it's specific. Positions can have the single-digit numbers now, but I know uh, I see a lot of running backs, a lot of wide receivers with the single digits now. Um, it's going to be hard to get used to. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and some defensive players. I think if you're a D lineman, you can't. Or an offensive lineman. Um, but corners, safeties, like all that, like those type of position players, skill players on the offense and defense um, that aren't linemen, I think, are allowed to go single-digit. But, um, yeah, so I thought that was pretty cool. Um, but, uh, cause the Wusu I think they, I think they might change it a little bit too. Cause he's 28 mm-hmm. and we haven't seen a, in the twenties, you know, person like on defense that isn't a corner right. or a safety and the safeties are usually thirties and forties, but having somebody at linebackers, that's 28. That was kind of cool. It was a cool number, but, um, yeah, I don't know. I'm excited, like I said, especially for Wusu Koromoa. And it just shows the impact of Andrew Barry's draft. The first two picks are already out there starting. Right. Um, so, yeah, like I said, really excited. I don't know. There's there is a lot to be excited There's about. a lot. There's a lot to unpack and unfold about the week one. I mean, you have Patrick Mahomes and Tyreek Hill. Uh, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, mm-hmm. Travis Kelsey, uh, Nicole Hardman. I mean, there's a lot of names. What I'm really excited about, though, is the fact that this is, and we see it all the time with specifically Baker Mayfield, um, he's ticked off mm-hmm. because of how our last encounter with the Chiefs yeah. went down. And that's the last time Last time we played relevant football was against the Chiefs. So wow. starting ended it, and now starting the season. I don't know. I think it's kind of good that way because... I mean, there's still a little bit of, like more revenge in the air. I guess you could say it hasn't lost its. It hasn't lost its. Uh, they haven't been able to get that bad taste out of their mouth yet. And um, I don't know. I'm really excited to see Patrick. I mean, obviously, I don't think he took the regular the preseason very seriously. Um, he did throw, I think, an interception or two in the preseason. So. Yeah, because I mean, we'll you were talking about a, a Super Bowl hangover. Yeah, and I, it might win. be the Chiefs. It's. I think it's going to be the Chiefs. I, I can't run anything past Tom Brady right now. Knowing that he 
got COVID or allegedly got COVID is as close to a human being as I've ever seen him. Yeah, <laughs> like, honestly, like, the most human I've person. ever seen. Yeah. yeah. Well, I think the best way uh, this they have. I think that's the thing that to look at too is the Chiefs probably have the toughest of schedules because they start with us. And then they go against the Ravens the very next week. So they have two top AFC North teams right off the bat. They just left one after the other. Yeah, so I mean, if they start off 0-2, then my prophecy will truly be real. Yeah. <laughs> Let's see here. Chief schedule. The first half is definitely they that's what that's why they said the Browns shouldn't even worry too much, even if you lose this first game. Because you can easily go six and one with that schedule. Five and two, six and one with that schedule. Um, I mean, you know, you got the Chargers, the Bears, the Vikings, um, uh, the Texans in there and Cardinals. I, I think that's the I think that's the first half right it there. It really isn't until Halloween that when we play the Steelers. Their things start getting a little which, tough. Um, if you follow Steelers Depot, which you should but you should go there occasionally and leave a bad review. Yeah. <laughs> um, they're talking that they're they're scared about this matchup. Yes. I've you know, seen a lot of those tweets. They're coming off uh, last year sour. Yeah. Honestly. Offensive not, line looks rough yeah, is what I've heard. Not optimistic. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't think there's this big revenge movement from them. Chase Claypool and Minka Fitzpatrick getting in a fight to practice i mean yeah i'm like i mean that's it's crazy um i mean juju still looks like he hasn't really learned his maturity lesson can we talk about that for just a moment yeah (laughs) the freaking box challenge yes the milk crate challenge so i don't know if y'all know about this i feel old as shit because i didn't until i saw like kind of what was going on juju did the milk crate challenge and the milk crate challenge is historically like Terrible. very dangerous and two weeks this is like what two three weeks before the regular season exactly it's very like okay so if you don't know you stack up a bunch of milk crates in ascending order to the i mean middle middle mm-hmm. column you've got what like five or six yeah it's it's not you know anything to sneeze at uh, it's putting people in hospital it's killing people it's bad yeah <laughs> and this this man, Juju, decided that he was going to do the milk crate challenge, and he did not get hurt, but you're putting it all on the line yeah. for a TikTok trend, essentially. And Mike Tomlin was pissed. Yes. As, you know, as he should be, be, yeah. Yes, I, I definitely feel Mike Tomlin on that. I mean, honestly, it's getting to the point where it's looking like Chase is going to be the number one uh, wide receiver and having Juju at number two, because at this point, it like they always said, they said Juju's a number two. He's never going to be, like, number one because, you know, with Antonio Brown uh, being the number one wide receiver back, you know, a couple years ago, that's when Juju really thrived, and that's when he got to his uh, AFC champion, well, not AFC champion, AFC all-star, Pro Bowl, AFC Pro Bowler. Um, So being a number, being the second wide receiver, best wide receiver on the team is really where Juju shines. He's not a number one, and this past season really has sh- really shoot- showed that. Um, so honestly, if I was the Steelers, I would make Chase number one and have Juju at number two, making him run slot plays and different things like that. Um, but I mean, I don't know. Like like Ali said, there's a lot of just not that great things that I keep hearing out of Pittsburgh. And that's the best thing. And, and even though we're not rooting for it, because um, we want, you know, we don't want any... Uh, uh, second-rate trophies from, oh, well, you didn't, you know, they, you beat them at their worst. Uh, that's the thing is, like, the Steelers can't say anything. Baltimore has more of an excuse. They have a bunch of injuries. Rashad Bateman, their number one, their, their pick in the first round, he's not going to be go- good to go for the first month of the season. J.K. Dobbins is out for the season. Um, that was wild. Yeah, I, th- I think the biggest thing with J.K. Dobbins is 
I'm not saying he deserved it by any means. I'm not saying I'm not saying like, you know, uh, I, I I'm glad that he's gone. But the karma from the tweet mm-hmm. about Anderson Dejo has been circulating. Um, and I mean, he put that bad karma out into the world. And I mean, I it was just a shitty two week concussion protocol tweet. But still, the fact that you hurt someone and you didn't you showed no sympathy. Mm-hmm. Why would people show sympathy to you when you're hurt? I guess that's the biggest thing. What is that that verse in the Bible? Be sure your sin will find you out. I yes. always felt like that's that's like karma. Yeah, yeah. it really is. It, and I honestly like jk got hit with it and i don't care what anybody says they could say that's cruel um but somebody who it would be different if he was a very humble nick chubb type player um but he is not he is never gonna be nick chubb he will never never be anywhere near nick chubb um you know we hope he's we hope he comes back and we hope he's fine but uh, i hope he it's a little bit of a maturity uh wake up call for him so because i mean he was on twitter fighting with people in the direct messages it's not a good look no you're a professional yeah um, Can you imagine Nick Chubb doing that? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I think I think that's great. Does he even have a Twitter? I, I think he, I, I'm about to say he might, <laughs> but I it's probably barely used. Right. Um, it's got like his like high school picture on there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but I think I think that's the thing is like when the Browns are becoming the most mature team in the AFC North, um, it sh- truly shows the tides are turning. And uh, honestly, I think we really are. We're probably the most mature. I mean, we really haven't got into any bullshit this off season. Um, I think I was expecting a lot of what we saw under like Freddie Kitchens, where you know you've got Odell mouthing off and being a diva. You've got these people doing this, and I mean there has been some minor fuckery. Yeah. Um, but nothing like we were having. Yeah. <laughs> Let's be honest here. Yeah, honestly, I mean, you know. You have Baker, who's been, who's really learned how to deter and maturely uh, ignore the media. Uh, Odell, who's kind of realized that we don't need him in order to succeed. Um, you know, I think that definitely scared the shit out of uh-huh. him. Honestly, I mean, honestly, like, I and I think that's the thing is like, it's it's not. I, I don't think it's because he left, but just the fact that we hit, we really hit our stride once he was gone showed that like. You know, this team is good whether you want to be on it or not. In fact, it shows you that perhaps you are more of a detriment. Yeah. And people see that. So yeah. it's like you better get your shit together and be committed to the team and, I, and not your brand. Yeah, and I think he was there all OTAs, and I think he was there all training camp. Which so. was not what was the case last year. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I think... I, I hope he I think that's the thing is like they you know you can say somebody's really humbled but you can always tell when someone's still just about their brand and Odell definitely still was last season um but I mean everyone really seems on board I think that's the best way to put it is how on board everyone is how uh you know how everyone just feels good I guess uh Baker looks really in command of the offense we're finally going into the second season having the same offense which is insane yeah. Um, fourth season with the same quarterback. That, okay, well, I guess third technically because Baker's first season we were going in with Tarot. So, yeah. Still, the fact that this is going to be the third year in a row we're going to have the same quarterback starting week one is pretty crazy. Yeah. I'm, I'm just, there's a lot to look forward to, and there's a lot about Baker's mentality that I really like, and there, there has been a shift in attitude. It's, mm-hmm. just, it's obvious. Yeah, I think I think I think that's what they said. They said even the mo- the more surprising thing would be if the Browns go into Arrowhead and lay an egg like they did in Baltimore last year. Um, they said it's more surprising than if they did good because um, I think it's going to be really competitive. 
And uh, I don't know, do, uh, intern, do you have a prediction of the score against Kansas City? Hello? She sounds so intern. far away. <laughs> what? What is your... Yeah, but so you guys probably won't hear, but I'll, I'll tell you what her... Uh, what is your prediction against Kansas City? What's the final score after week one? What do you think it is? The game score, yes. Okay, well, come on. 27. 27 to what? No. 22-7? Yeah. Wow, intern says 20 to 7 Kansas City. Interesting. All right. Well, I mean. No, like, they're 22-7. That's what I just said. Interesting. Interesting. <laughs> also, it looks like Sigma forgot she was here because when mm-hmm. she started talking, he's like, "What is going on?" Yeah. <laughs> Did you um, forget she was here? But uh, so yeah, uh, interns is twenty to seven Kansas City. I'm gonna go forty-five to thirty-eight Kansas City. Ooh, you're, you're thinking it's gonna be a. I think it's gonna be a about a good slugfest. Like our defense. I mean, Kansas City. I they really don't have a notable defense. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think they have enough to get it done, but they don't really have a notable defense, especially against someone like us who's very high power going into the second year. Last year, we were, we were able to score a lot of points, and this year we're going to the same defense, I mean, same offensive scheme, same everything, but adding Odell Beckham Jr. Um, and I think Kevin Stefanski really is going to be able to draw up something well and use him well. And uh, obviously, Kareem Hunt, Nick Chubb. I mean, the, the list goes on. Jarvis Landry, Richard Higgins, um, using Austin Hooper, maybe some David Njoku. I mean, Donovan Peoples-Jones. I mean, the list goes on, like I said. So, really excited. I think it's going to be close. I think it's going to be 28-27 Browns. All right. Um, I think that they're going to have to fall back. uh, Kansas City's going to have to fall back on field goals a lot more than they think they're going to. Yeah. And I think Baker's going to be able to get some more happening through the air. Mm -hmm. Like, our rushing, of course, is going to be great. Right. I think he's going to have time, which is important, Mm -hmm. to – Get off some decent passes. Best when offensive line in the league. Yeah, when he's got time, he can really. Oh let yeah. Go. A lot of those play action passes is it's the funnest to see. Um, and those of you who don't know at home, you know that's the fake, the fake to the running back, and when he rolls out to the left or either the right. Um, that's always when I get excited because mm-hmm. I'm like he's looking downfield. It's gonna be a big play. Um, but. I don't know. I don't know what Kevin Stefanski's game plan really is going to be going into this. I feel like it's going to be if he wants to start off pass heavy, but I have a very good feeling it's going to be a lot of Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt early on. Um, with and then obviously there's no possible no there's no other way Kansas City is going to start off. It's going to be Patrick Mahomes, the Patrick Mahomes show, Kyrie Kill on slants, long passes. They're going to try. Um, I mean. You know their offense, it's just hard to beat it. And with, I think they said eight new starters or maybe even nine new starters on the defensive side of the ball, uh, that's a lot. I think I think the only two that are the reoccurring uh, players are going to be uh, Denzel Ward and Miles Garrett. Yeah. Because, yeah, two new two new linebackers. Lusa Cormo from the draft and then Walker from the Colts. Jadevian Clowney. Um Andrew Billings is going to be new. Well, we, I think we had him last year, but he foregoed it because of uh, COVID. Okay. Um, and then, uh, yeah, Malik Jackson. So those are those guys are all new. Okay, three, never mind. Ronnie Harrison, I forgot. He's going to be back there. Um, John Johnson's new. Troy Hill's new. Um, so, yeah. A lot, so the most of your guys are probably going to be new guys. And besides Denzel, 
Miles and uh, Ronnie Harrison, which were obviously the, which were 100 our best pieces from last season. But um, yeah, I'm really excited to see, and it's all depending on how our defense adjusts and how they're able to play, because that has been the only kind. I would say anything that's even close to the word concern would be around how is the new how is the new defense going to be able to? Because it's a lot of new guys. It's right. eight new guys, so all good players, but learning how to gel is the biggest part of that. Right. So I mean, even if you, I mean, you can do as many practices as you want, but when you're going to do a real game scenario, I mean, you might need yeah. two, three, four, five games before you start realizing how that guy operates and that guy operates and how you need to fit into that system. Yeah. Two rookies and six new additions. So, I mean... It's a tall order, but I think, uh, yeah. you know, we've got some decent leadership. I think we're going to be okay. Yeah. Well, I think I'm the like, number one thing... I'm not going to say like, it's going to be perfect immediately, but we're going to be all right. Right. Even if we go 0-1 and, and we lose to Kansas City, which, you know, it's it, it's heavily favored that way. I want you to remember this. So yes. When you're riding off the Browns Sunday night, it'll be like, they suck. Yeah. <laughs> we can go back. We can go back and we can listen to this because if they lose, I guess this is almost me talking to my future self as well. Um, it's like, George, if you're listening. Yeah. Um, you have Houston Texans, which is a mess of – you have the schedule pulled up? Uh, yes, sir. Okay, so Houston Texans, mess of an organization. After that, what is it, Chicago? Yes. After the, they don't have a good quarterback situation. They're still figuring oh, things on. out. I got something happening here. Oh, no. I got a video start. <laughs> I got so something happening here. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, anyways, Bears. Bears, right off the bat, they have you know the Justin Fields, Andy Dalton debacle. Right. Don't know what's going on there. I, I, I completely see that as another win. Uh, you know, so, I mean, 2-1, and one, I think he grown against, what, the Vikings after that? Vikings after that. And then, you know, I've also heard good things about the Vikings. Um, but, you know, I, I just feel like we're at, we're a team now that's the in the upper, upper like, category. Yeah. When it comes to, like, these are good teams, but we're a great team. Mm-hmm. You know, we're that difference. And so I could definitely see us, like I said, beating Houston. Beating Chicago, beating the uh, Vikings, beating the Chargers. The Cardinals is iffy. Um, you know, I think they have a good team. They have James Conner. Yeah. <laughs> Allie's favorite, James Conner. Obsessed Connor. with that idea. Uh, I can like him again. Exactly. I mean, I think I think that is uh, definitely a positive about him going to Arizona. <laughs> Most definitely. Um, but yeah, Arizona, I would say Arizona and uh, Arizona and the Chargers are kind of two iffy teams, but I mean Justin Herbert's only going to his second year. They don't really have anything that great over in, in uh, Los Angeles. So iffy there. And then we play the Broncos. Not that great of a team. Steelers. Uh, Cincinnati. New England. Yeah. New England's in some shit right now. Yeah, they're, they're, still trying to, yeah, they're still trying to find everything out going on with Mac Jones. And this is his first season, so I... I we are going to see some struggle. As we know. I mean, we saw that with Dwayne Haskins two years ago. Mm-hmm. Now it's just like... You know, you can have all the trophy and acclaim that you want in college. It yeah. does not necessarily translate. He's still struggling to find his place, really. Yeah. Honestly, like, well, I think my biggest thing is, like, I just, I don't know what it is. Without Tom being in New England, I just don't, I'm not afraid of Bill Belichick. I don't know what it is. I'm just really not. Poor Levi had forgotten that Tom Brady went to a new team and won a Super Bowl. <laughs> we were driving somewhere, and Levi's like, I mean, he was, he's with the Patriots, you know, 20 years. I'm like, yeah, he was. And he's like, was? What are you talking about was? I'm like, he, he won a whole Super Bowl with the Bucks. Super Bowl. We talked about this. He's like, oh my God. <laughs> I can't, still can't get my brain around him having played anywhere else. Yeah. But, 
the roughest part of our schedule definitely definitely coming at the end. We always have a hard time with the Raiders. I don't know what it is. So we have the we have the Ravens, the it's Raiders. They're playing in a spaceship now. <laughs> <laughs> I love their stadium. Well, every single time we play them, there's something with the refs. Something shitty happens. The weather was the the culprit this past year. It's funny that you say that because the time is still TV game. It's the only one on this yeah. still TV. It's always something funky with that fucking game. <laughs> Every time. Weird. It was the same thing um, the year uh, Baker's rookie year. Mm-hmm. We had bad penalties. A bunch of weird shit happened. It was uh, it was just it's every single time. Every single time we play the Raiders. Um but Ravens, Raiders, Packers, Steelers. Mm-hmm. So that's a that's a that's a pretty tough stretch. Yeah. And I'm really excited to to uh, be off on Christmas Day and just be sit back and watch the Browns. Like that, I mean, the fact that we we have never been able to do that ever. So that's gonna be really fun. Yeah, that will be. Because I think as close as we got was maybe a 23rd or a 24th yeah. game against uh, da, 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 Cincinnati. Yeah. And so being able to being able to just sit back and relax with the fam, watch the Browns, pretty, pretty cool thing. I'm gonna try to be there. I don't know if I want to see the fam. <laughs> I don't, don't want to see the fam. We'll just be on like you know just like us and like like they'll be watching. It's like that's Alan and George right there. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I'm I'm definitely excited for that. I think that'll be a that'll be a fun thing. A fun fun uh fun game definitely. Uh, but against the Packers, we'll see what's going on with that. This year's um, Christmas theme is gingerbread. Yeah. I've decided. <laughs> hey, so cool. So we have gingerbread cookies. That sounds amazing. See? So things are already... We're looking uh, up. We're looking up here. Um, but also, some sadder news to finish everything. Daryl Hodge, no longer with the Browns. Now with the Lions, he was... See, when I typed in Browns news, that's the kind of stuff I wanted to bring me. It did not bring me <laughs> yeah. that at all. Uh, no longer with the Browns. Um... He was one of the harder, harder things, people to see, uh, to let go. I wonder if I can find the list just real quick of everyone who's no longer on the team that was in the preseason. Um, while you do that, since we only do have about three minutes left, um, obviously, recap, Browns, uh, September 12th at 425, be there, be square. Uh, Rubber Ducks are having a Tim and Alyssa night. You can have a Team Tim or a Team Alyssa t-shirt based on whoever you felt was right in that viral breakup then, on the Jumbotron. Yeah. That's the 15th. You can go there. There's very many fun things happening here. It's very strange. And, um, uh, of course, Tribe plays again on the 8th. They're going to play the Twins. They'll probably win it. Yay. Yay. <laughs> There's how, many t- how much time we have? Uh, oh, God. Like, like two and a half minutes. Two and a half minutes. <laughs> okay, yeah. Okay, so the final. This is... Oh, never mind. That's not even the final thing. Uh, uh, uh. We're almost there. Oh yeah. Also, we signed Nick Mullins, who was a former quarterback was was named like one of the best uh, backup quarterbacks in the NFL. Um, and we got Porter Gustin back on the practice squad. He was a, he was someone we let go. JoJo Natson, Curtis Weeder, Elijah, Elijah Lee, Jordan Franks, Johnny Stanton. All those guys are on our practice squad. Um, so yeah, I, I'm everything's looking good this season, guys. How much time we got left? About two minutes. Two minutes? Gotcha. Okay. I thought we decided to hurry up a little more, but yeah, oh, God. everything's looking good. Um, I really enjoy uh, how we've really conducted this offseason. I think about as good as a, of an offseason as you can possibly have. Mm-hmm. Got some stars on the team uh, coming back with the same head coach. Coach of the year, by the way. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. Uh, I don't really have any poll questions. Do you have any poll questions before we close out? No, I'll think of something. <laughs> yeah. Well, we will see you after week one. We'll see you later, guys. Enjoy the game. Best of luck to the burnout, though. Yeah. Bye. Bye.